Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Change With Him podcast, Real Raw Redeemed. I am your host, Sarah Picaro. I'm so blessed and honored to be here with you today, connecting with you, sharing with you my little bits of wisdom (laughs) and my perception um, on all things, manifestation, desires, who God is, healing from past narcissistic abuse, pain, and trauma, and uh, just little little blips, little blurbs to hopefully help you deepen, strengthen your relationship with him. Along my journey, I often felt like I had come so far, but still something was missing. And I realized that God is that missing piece, that the Bible is the living word and opening it opens up yourself to even deeper healing, healing and revealing. I believe that our triggers, every time we're triggered, reveal within us what needs to be healed. They're little, like, <laughs> like <laughs> little hand raisers. I often talk about this. I used to teach, and uh, like the little kid that's like, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, pick me, pick me, pick me. And they raise their hand. And oftentimes there's that one kid in class, and their hand shoots up before the teacher even opens her mouth to ask a question. And you're like, How can you know the answer? I haven't even asked the question. And they're like, I know, but I know. Just pick me. And oftentimes triggers are annoying like that. They shoot up when you least expect it before you've even gotten through what it is you're trying to get through. And then you're triggered and then you feel like so irritated. Like you can't get to what you need to get to because there's a trigger there. And it's like, gosh, gosh, (sighs) go away. You're so annoying. Stop, go away. And oftentimes it feels like that's what triggers are. And when you're When you're on this journey to heal from past emotional abuse, neglect, trauma, narcissistic relationships, you, you, you feel that and you feel very annoyed. You feel very triggered and you feel like this, this person or those triggers are the enemy. They're out to get you. And in the beginning of my journey of healing from narcissistic abuse and past emotional neglect and trauma, which is what I specialize in helping others heal from now, I... I felt that I felt like, okay, the narcissist is the enemy. And I've got so many videos on YouTube and uh, so many of the comments. Every time I read one, I'm like, oh, and I send, I send the person who wrote the comment love. I I don't know majority of them. I actually like any of them actually, unless I do, but I, I send them love because I just think, oh, there's so much love still available in your heart when you're still coming from a place of such vengeance and such victimness and such this happened to me-ness instead of this happened for me because God uses everything for our good. But I was in that place as well. And I would get so activated, so aggravated, so fucking triggered when I would read the Bible and it would say, love your enemies. I I would get so angry. Like so much anger would boil up inside. Like I felt like, thank God I never did, because I felt like, oh my God, that's like touching the American flag to the ground. You can't do that. That's like against all things. Holy, you can't do that. You can't, I I would want to rip up the Bible. I would want to burn it. I would want to rip the pages out because I was filled and fueled with so much anger. When I, when I would read things like love, love your enemies, 
Because I started off reading the Bible thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, this is the narcissist is going to get it. They're going to die. They're going to burn. They're going to go to hell. They're good. Good. God, get them. Like strike lightning on them. Strike your judgment on them. And I would read the Bible and anytime it would talk about uh, the venom coming out of lips or, or things like that. I'm like, yes, he always spewed venom from his lips. He's evil. You go get him. And I would try to like use the Bible against the narcissist. <laughs> I know it's wild, but Hey, real raw redeemed, right? That's the truth. That was, that was my truth. I would, I would read the Bible and anytime it would speak about the enemy, I was like, yes, the narcissist is the enemy. And I was like, <laughs> Just be so angry and so fueled with hate towards him. And then I would get to pray for your enemies, love your enemies, turn the other cheek. Like if they hit one cheek, turn the other and give them the other cheek. And I'm like, what the hell? What is this? What is this garbage? No, if someone has already abused you, why would you continue to give them more of you to abuse? No, you need to set boundaries in place. You need to walk away. Like you can't pray for them. You can't love them. They don't deserve that. Are you kidding? Uh, God, do you have no idea at all what these evil people do to others and what they've done and what the ones in my life have done to me? Like what is wrong with you? And I have conversations with God like this. I would read things like like Psalm, for example, here we go. Psalm 140. Grant not, O Lord, the desires of the wicked. Do not further their evil plot or they will be exalted. As for the head of those who surround me, let the mischief of their lips overwhelm them. Let burning coals fall upon them. Let them be cast into fire in miry pits, no more to rise. Let not the slander be established in the land. Let evil hunt down the violent man speedily. And I would read things like that in the Bible. And I'd be like, yes, yes, get the narcissist. Go, go get him. <laughs> I would read the Bible in that way. And I was like, oh my gosh, I would, I would piecemeal it. I would pick out things that served my present emotional state. Have you ever done that? Have you ever done that? And then I would read things like, like Psalm 142. You are my refuge. With my voice, I cry out to the Lord. With my voice, I plead for mercy to the Lord. I pour out my complaint before him. I tell my trouble before him. I was like, yes, Lord, hear my troubles, see my troubles, feel my troubles, and then bless me. And then I'd read things like, you need to bless your enemies. And I'm like, oh, hell no. But you should bless me. Ooh. <laughs> Man, did he change my heart. And I would call my mom and I'm like, mom, you read the Bible. Can you believe this crap? Like the Lord wants us to bless our enemies and pray for them and, and, and want love for them and want mercy and grace for them. No, they don't deserve that, but I do. And she, bless her heart, would listen to me. And all of that come out of my mouth. And, and then something happened and something changed. 
because I, I felt this, like reading Psalm 140, verse 5, the arrogant have a hidden trap for me, and with cords they have spread a net beside the way they have set snares for me. So much of the Bible, as I would read it, I would experience it through the lens of what I had gone through and the pain that I still had attached to the narcissist. And, and then I realized, if I don't want love, mercy, kindness, grace, forgiveness, acceptance for them, Shit. That's a mirror. I don't truly want that for myself. And when I took it deeper, because our beliefs are the deepest we can go, I didn't want it for them because I didn't believe that they deserved it. And then I thought, oh, fuck. If I don't want it for them, I don't want it for me. And if I don't believe they deserve it, fuck. That means I don't believe that I deserve it. And, and God revealed to me through that where my heart was, the posture of my heart. And our heart, our soul, our spirit is deeply enmeshed and entangled within our beliefs, our unconscious beliefs. And I work in the realm of allowing people to deeply connect with their internal and unconscious beliefs. And that was eye-opening for me. It was so it, the the Bible says, may the eyes of your heart be open. May your ears be open. May those who have ears, let them hear. May those who have eyes, let them see. And I began to see within my heart what I believed. And in that, it changed. It shifted. Not overnight, but over time. Thankfully, it didn't take that much time. And I started to be able to not pray for blessings, but feel into blessings. And, and I think that for me personally, there's a difference between getting out of your head and into your heart. I had this conversation with my daughter yesterday about praying in your head when you're like, God, dear God, thank you for this day. I love you. Will you please give this to me or change this for me? I'd be so grateful in Jesus name. Amen. Like that's praying in your head. And I was talking to her about praying into your heart and she didn't get it. And I said, for me, when you pray into your heart, it's a feeling and you don't feel or hear the words in your head. You experience the emotion and the frequency flow through your heart. And I guess it was time because in yoga, all things in yoga, like that's where I get into my deepest prayer connection and meditation with God. I felt this with blessings. So the change with him is the name of this podcast. And I felt the change in my life with him. It's never been without him. It's always been with him ahead of me, behind me, beside me, always with him. And I felt with blessings and I just pictured not the face of my enemies, but the energy of my enemies. And I just felt this prayer within me with blessings was the name of it was the title of it with, with blessings. And as I felt into the energy of my enemies, it's like I could see them. I could feel the energy of them in front of me, behind me, around me. And I just felt this with blessings. May everything you wish for, 
you receive with blessings. May you receive love. With, with love, may you receive mercy. With love, may you receive grace. With blessings, may you receive acceptance. With blessings, may you receive compassion. With blessings, may you receive kindness. With blessings, may you receive forgiveness. With blessings, may you receive freedom. With blessings, may you receive abundance. With blessings, may you receive his mercy. With blessings, may you receive his grace. With blessings, may you receive his love. With blessings, may you receive forgiveness. With blessings, may you receive forgiveness. And I just kept feeling this outpouring of compassion, love, mercy, grace, kindness, forgiveness, acceptance with blessings. And I felt that come like an outpour from my chest, from my heart area, extended to my enemies, extended to those that I still had hurts or hangups with, just with blessings. And the beauty of this is, and, and this was just my personal experience, you're going to have your own. God is going to reveal to you your own in his way, in the time that he knows that's right for you, in the way that he knows is right for you. And this is just what it was for me. It was with blessings. And I started to just not see the faces or the people, but to feel the, the energy of their existence and an outpouring of blessings. And I've done so much work around what I desire to receive, manifestation work, what I desire to receive. And in order to receive it, you've got to become an equal and energetic match. You've got to have it in order to give it. And that was just a beautiful experience of a representation of the way that I know God has been a part of transforming and changing my life and my heart. And there are so many blessings that I've received in my life as a result of letting him into my life. And so as I experienced this, I just prayed with blessings. Will you receive him into your life? With blessings, will you receive him into your heart? With blessings, you receive him into your hurt. With blessing, you receive him into your hangups. With blessing, you receive him into your pain to be the change that you desire. And I just felt so much peace and abundance and overflow of peace, of joy, of mercy, of gratitude. And I felt this beautiful space, the space of light. It was like this bright light, like a ring of light. There was me in the center and then an outpouring of blessings to those who were an energetic frequency, an energetic existence to heart, to heartache, to pain. And, and I felt them further away. And for me, I felt like God revealed that's what it means to love your enemies. And I thought, oh, 
Okay. I don't really know what that means still. <laughs> a lot of the stuff in the Bible and that I read, I'm like, I don't know what that means. But I don't need to know. And even without the knowing, I've had the beauty of experiencing what it means. Even without knowing what it means. And now when I go back and I read things like Psalm 140, verse 10, let burning coals fall upon them. Let them be cast into fire, into miry pits, no more to rise. I have a different experience with that. I have an experience of compassion and a feeling of nobody deserves that. No one. I don't. They don't. You don't. No one. No one deserves that. But the truth is, it's our choice to let love in, to let him in, to, to pour out his blessings into us, onto us, to have them run through us. And so there's a different experience now when I read things like that. And when I read things like he will execute justice for the needy, and I know we're all needy, we all need his love. We all need compassion. We all need acceptance. We all need to experience kindness, forgiveness, mercy, grace, his love. So we're all needy. And I used to read the Bible and think things like, oh yeah, the narcissist is so needy. All they do, they need supply. They need to take advantage of people. They need to use people. They need to abuse people because they don't have what they get from other people within themselves. That's why, that's why. And I was like, ew, God, <laughs> I can't believe the way I used to sound. And we're all needy. And he will execute justice for the needy. And I used to experience the Bible through the lens of, yeah, give me justice. When we're going through this court crap, like I, I deserve justice. I deserve this, this thing that I have filed for, that I'm fighting for. I deserve justice, but, but bring down the hammer on them. And so much has changed now. And like I said, I don't understand all of it, but I experience a lot of it. This blessing. So with the blessings to my enemies now is so different. So that's what I want. And I pray for, for you and your heart and your life to experience the difference. The difference that, that God brings when, when you invite him into your life. When you allow him to dwell in your presence. And I used to think I wasn't righteous enough to do that. Because I had thoughts of. Ah. And Psalm 140 verse 18. It says surely the righteous shall give thanks to your name. The upright shall dwell in your presence. And I thought well I'm certainly the upright. Because I'm the better one. The narcissist is a downright. They are downright evil. Downright mean. Downright just deserve to be burned in hell. <laughs> um. I used to think I was righteous and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Isn't that self-righteous? Isn't that the very thing that you hate about them is their self-righteousness? And so through reading the word and meditating in it and, and, and being with it, everything is transformed. Everything has changed. I read it now with a different experience. I experience it now with blessing, not just wanting that for myself, desiring that for myself, but wanting and desiring that for everyone, 
even those I used to call my enemies. So this is blessings to my enemies. And I hope that there's a part of you, if you've gone through something similar to what I've gone through with narcissistic abuse and past emotional neglect and trauma that you've connected and related with this. And I invite you to experience even more of it by inviting Jesus into your heart and into your life. So I'm going to invite you to close your eyes if it's safe for you to do so now. Breathe in and as you exhale, just say these words, Jesus Christ, come into my life. I hear you knocking. The door is open. Come on in. I love you guys with so much blessings, so much love, and everything that you deserve. May you receive it all. Love you. See you soon.